Welcome to Court Zone, a podcast for children. I'm your host, Courtney Archer, and coming up on the show today, we have Guess the Movie with our movie review. What's going on around Wellington this week? Tideo with Dan and my personal favourite, story time. Look, Sydney, everything the light touches is our kingdom. Seems what you folks need is a hero. Let me hear you say, Life's not a spectator sport. If watching is all you're gonna do, then you're gonna watch your life go by without you. You're only in trouble if you get caught. Gotcha! I'm in trouble. (laughs) First of all, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play you a trailer from a movie, and I'm gonna see if you can guess what it is. So here we go. They're coming to inspect. You gotta clean this whole place up. Aren't they supposed to give notice? Aren't I supposed to be married to George Clooney? Who's George Clooney? Exactly, girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> no breakfast till this place is spotless. Yes, Miss Sandy, wait! Stop! Why are you running? It gets me places quicker. So can you guess what that movie was? Here's a clue. It had Miss Hannigan in it and a dog named Sandy. It was Annie, 2014 version. A story about a foster kid who lives with her mean foster mum, but she sees life turn upside down when a New York business tycoon offers her a place to stay. I personally don't think it was as good as the original. It had good dancing and some good actors in it, I give this movie a 5 out of 10, but I definitely think it's worth watching the original movie with the cute, curly, orange-haired girl that everybody loved. Now we're cutting over to Dan and he's going to share with us some Te Reo Māori today. I think we're learning about colours. Kia ora tamariki, my name is Raniera and I'm going to take you through the colours in Te Reo Māori. Ma is white, whero is red, Kakariki green, Pango is black, Mango is two, A e i o u, Kofai yellow, Pakaka brown, Kikorangi blue, Parakaraka is our orange, A e i o u. And those are the colours in Tereo Māori. Kaki te tamariki. Thank you for coming into the studio with us, Dan. And now it's time for my personal favourite segment, story time. Time to take your seat for story time, story time with Courtney. Take your seat for story time on the floor, not on the ceiling, not on the door. Take your seat for story time on the floor. Take a seat, take a seat, take a seat for story time. Take a seat for story time on the floor. This is the true story of the three little pigs, written by John Skieska and read by Courtney Archer. A wolf took the stand today in his own defence. This shocked and stunned the media, who had predicted that he would not testify in the brutal double murder trial. A wolf is accused of killing and eating the first little pig and the second little pig. This criminal trial is expected to be followed by a civil trial to be brought by the surviving third little pig. The case has been characterised as a media circus. His testimony is transcribed below. Everybody knows the story of the three little pigs, or at least they think they do, but 
I'll let you in on a little secret. Nobody knows the real story, because nobody has ever heard my side of the story. I'm Alexander T. Wolf, but you can call me Al. I don't know how this whole Big Bad Wolf thing got started, but it's all wrong. Maybe it's because of our diet. Hey, it's not my fault wolves eat cute little animals like bunny and sheep and pigs. It's just the way we are. <laughs> if cheeseburgers were cute, folks would probably think you were a big bad meanie too. But like I was saying, the whole big bad wolf thing is all wrong. The real story is about a sneeze and a cup of sugar. This is the real story. Way back in once upon a time ago, I was making a birthday cake for my dear old granny. I had a terrible sneezing cold. I had also run out of sugar. So I walked down the street to ask my neighbour for a cup of sugar. Now, this neighbour was a pig, and he wasn't too bright either. He had built his whole house out of straw. Can you believe it? I mean, who in their right mind would build a house out of straw? So, <clears throat> of course, the minute I knocked on the door, it fell right in. I didn't know what to do. Somebody's door falls in, you don't want to just walk into their house. So I called out, <clears throat> Little pig, little pig, are you in there? There was no answer. So I was just about to go home without the cup of sugar. That's when my nose started to itch. I felt a sneeze coming on. Well, I, oh, I, I huffed and I, and I, I snuffled and I, and I sneezed and I, oh, and you know what? The whole darn house of straw fell right to the ground. And uh, in the middle of the pile, I saw the first little pig, dead as a doornail. Well, seemed like a bit of a shame to leave a perfectly good ham dinner lying there in the straw. So, <clears throat> I, uh, I ate him up. I still didn't have my cup of sugar though, so <clears throat> I went to the next neighbour's house. This neighbour was the first little pig's brother. He was a little smarter, but not that much smarter. He had built a house of sticks. I rang the doorbell on the stick house, and nobody answered. So I called out, <coughs> Mr. Pig, Mr. Pig, are you in there? He yelled back, Go away, wolf. You can't come in. I'm shaving the hairs on my chinny chin chin. And just as I had grabbed the doorknob, I felt another sneeze coming on, so I, I, I huffed and I, and I snuffed and oh, I tried to cover my mouth, but oh, and you're never going to believe this, but uh, that guy's house fell right down, just like his brothers. When the dust cleared, the second little pig was dead as a doorknob as well. Wolf's honour. Now you know how food will spoil if you leave it out in the open. So I did the right thing and I had a second dinner. I was getting awfully full, but my cold was feeling a little better and I still had to get that cup of sugar for my dear granny's birthday cake. So I went to the next house. This guy was the first and the second pig's brother. He must have been the brains of the family. <sighs> He had built a house out of bricks. I knocked on the brick house. No answer. I called out. 
Mr. Pig, Mr. Pig, are you in? And do you know what the rude little poker answered? Get out of here, wolf. Don't bother me again. Talk about impolite. He probably had a whole sack full of sugar. And he wouldn't even give me one cup for my sweet granny's birthday cake. What a pig. I was just about to go home and make a nice birthday card instead of a cake. When I felt my cold coming back on. So I... I Oh, I huffed and I, and I, I snuffled and I, I sneezed once again. Then the third little pig yelled, and your granny can sit on a pin. Now, I'm usually a pretty calm fellow, but when someone talks about my granny like that, I go a little crazy. When the cops drove up, of course I was trying to break down the pig's door. The whole time I was huffing and a puffing and a sneezing and making a real scene. <sighs> and as they say, the rest is history. The news reporters found out about the two little pigs I had for dinner and they figured a sick guy going to borrow a cup of sugar didn't sound very exciting. So they jazzed up the whole story with the half and the puff and they blow your nose house down. <sighs> this just made me the big bad wolf. That's the real story. I was framed. What do you think of that story? Do you think Mr. Wolf was framed? Do you think he's actually a really nice guy? We've seen in other movies like Shrek that the little pigs and Mr. Wolf were actually dear good friends. So maybe he was framed. Maybe he actually is a good guy. I think you'll all be really excited to hear that someone very special called me yesterday. Mrs. Claus herself left a message on my voicemail and asked me to pass it on to you guys. Here it is. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, boys and girls. It's Mrs. Claus here. We are very busy here at the North Pole, but Santa asked me to give you a very special message. This Saturday at 2pm, Santa and all his friends will be coming to Wellington to say hello at the annual Wellington Santa Parade. Make sure you come early so you can get a really good seat as there'll be some awesome floats this year. We can't wait to see you there. Wow, I'm so looking forward to going and seeing the Santa Parade this week. I hope I see you guys there too. It's going to be so much fun. Aren't we all looking forward to Christmas? So unfortunately, it has come to the end of the show. But coming up next week, we have the true profiles of Snow White, told by Grumpy Dwarf himself. We will also be reviewing my favourite children's movie of all time. And we'll have a special guest in the studio. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I'm pretty excited. Thank you to Dan and Mrs. Claus for coming on Court Zone today. And to bensound.com for our music. And thank you all for listening. I'm your host, Courtney Archer, and I'll talk to you all next week on Court Zone. Goodbye.